Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about five tips for planning a Disney vacation for a large group. We're getting so close to Christmas, and that's super exciting. But for me, it's extra exciting because after Christmas, we're leaving for our own family trip to Disney. I have a milestone birthday coming up this month, and last year on my birthday, my husband told me that he wanted me to plan an epic trip to Disney to celebrate, which is amazing. I know I'm extremely lucky. And he wanted me to know in advance so I could plan everything exactly the way I wanted it. My sister-in-law is also having a milestone birthday this winter, so it's turned into an extended family trip. And on Thanksgiving, my in-laws surprised us and said that they're going to be meeting us down there to celebrate. So our trip now has 10 people, and it's going to be so much fun. But I wanted to do an episode about how I'm planning this trip because I think it's pretty common to have extended families go to Disney together. And having a big travel party with multiple generations can be more complex to plan. We've actually been to Disney with the same group before, and we stayed off-site in a house in a resort community, and it worked out really well for us. This time, it's a little bit different because we're actually staying at three different locations. Five of us are going to be staying at the Art of Animation in a family suite. Two are staying at the Dolphin and three are staying off-site at an Airbnb. So we'll be be arriving at the parks at different times and separating a bit during our trip as well. So it just takes a bit more planning and coordination to make sure things run smoothly. So here are five tips that I think are helpful if you're planning a trip for a larger group. Number one, not everybody has to do everything together. In fact, it's probably best if you don't. Chances are you're going to need a break from one another at some point anyway. This is an important one because you're not going to be able to please every single person. In our case, for the most part, we have our park pass reservations for the parks set to the same park each day. We have a few table service meals booked for everyone to be together, but it might end up that we end up changing those plans a little bit too. My nephew is three, so it's possible that they may end up deciding it's time to head back to their house and skip out on dinner. And that's completely fine. Not everyone is going to want to do the same rides at the same time. So you kind of need to be okay with that. Along those same lines is number two. It's a good idea to set realistic expectations and communicate those clearly. If possible, it's best to have one person leading the charge in the planning department. Luckily, our group is completely comfortable with me being that person. In this case, I booked our park pass reservations and sent that information to everyone. I let everyone know that these were our plans and that they were welcome to join, but it's absolutely okay if they wanted to make different plans. I gave a rundown of table service dining I was planning to book, 
and I included everyone who wanted to be included in those reservations. Typically, when you're booking dining for a large group, you'll need to book two separate reservations. Not always, but I find it's easier to do it that way. So when I book them, I do five on a reservation under me and five on a reservation under my husband. I usually try to get to the restaurant a bit early and ask the staff if they'd be able to seat us all together. They're usually able to accommodate us, and if we're not able to be all at one table, they're at least able to sit us next to each other. It's always best to be kind and patient when you're making your requests, and just be prepared that it's possible they won't be able to seat you together. That brings me to tip number three, be flexible. It's important to have a plan. If you roll in with a large group and zero idea what you're doing, you're setting yourself up for failure. But being flexible is also super important too. It's important on any trip, but it's extra important when you're traveling with a large group. Not everyone is going to show up exactly when expected. People are going to change their minds, not want to do what's scheduled. There are more people for possible meltdowns and more people to potentially need a last-minute bathroom break when you're in a hurry, etc. So just be prepared to pivot. If you try to have your schedule booked down to the minute and expect everyone to get on board with your plan, you're going to wind up stressed and probably disappointed. Okay, tip number four is set your priorities. Before our trip, I like to check in with every single person and find out their must-do activities. What are those things they're looking forward to the most? And I try to make sure that those things are the ones that we plan around. Sometimes they're rides, sometimes they're restaurants or snacks, sometimes it's a show or fireworks, or a particular character they want to see. But if you know those things ahead of time, it's way easier to make sure that they happen. And everything else is icing on the cake. Then you can focus on having fun regardless of what you're doing, rather than trying to accomplish as many things as possible. Okay, tip number five is take lots of pictures. Sometimes it's easy to forget to capture those magical moments when you're in the thick of it. At least it is for me. My sister-in-law is really good and takes a ton of photos. I also get Memory Maker, and that way I can share photos with everyone. If you do get Memory Maker, I will say to make sure you're intentional about taking advantage of it. Stop at the PhotoPass locations. It's worth it. I sometimes can tend to want to just keep moving and I don't want to stop to do them but my husband's really good about encouraging us to stop and get the photos and I'm always so glad that we did and once we're back I like to make photo books and photo gifts for people from our pictures they make great holiday gifts too I hope these tips are a helpful start for planning a trip for a larger group as I said these trips can be a bit more work but with a plan you can absolutely do it And the memories you make are incredible. I'll be talking a little more about the details of our trip and giving a trip report once we're back. I hope you have a beautiful holiday making memories with the ones you love. And until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning.